Is it rolling, Bob? Chick, 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 chick. Not going to make uh, too many funny noises. I think I don't know how far my voice carries. It is the Scarborough Dude coming to you from. Earl Row Provincial Park. This would be uh, northwest of Toronto. First time here. And um, it's a little early to uh, see what I feel about it. I, it the, the spot's nice enough. I mean, it's, it's spacious. Uh, big, big trees. Lovely. Uh, uh, with, you know, like pine trees, I guess. A, a mix of others. Uh, an open field on one end, and then the other side, uh, the washrooms and showers. It's, you know, usually the last campsite to get picked is the one next to the washrooms. But this is a, this is quite a, a fair distance, and it's a, a quiet park. In fact, I had to leave the park and go in. It's a separate campground. But uh, anyway, I'll let you know later on how I feel about it. For now, I'm just telling you I'm here. Uh, I've got my wood piled up on my feet. I'm sitting in the chair I had forgot to pack last time. This is the one with a little side table. And uh, I've just got my first beer. It's three. I've been here an hour, I guess, just over. And um, every trip is a little different. And this one, I bought some salmon. It was frozen pieces and I thought, oh, you know, it was the price was so right. And I thought, why don't I do that for camping for a change? You know, I'm picturing frying it up in butter over a fire or a pan or even the stove. And then saw, oh, you can microwave it too. Um, and I decided I thawed it overnight in the fridge, as you're supposed to. And it's the kind of thing, you know, hey, it's fish. You've got to eat that pretty soon. So the first thing I did before anything else was uh, stick a couple of pieces in the microwave and uh, slap on a little butter and some spice. And um, I also brought along for the first time um, dip, you know, these nachos, tostitos, tostitos, whatever they're called. And uh, what's the dip called with the tomato and everything else? <laughs> I knew I would need to know what that's called. You know, the dip that you put nachos in with tomato and onion and stuff. Anyway, it was good, mild. Um, and so that was nice. And then when I was eating the salmon, I realized, ooh, that makes a nice little, just a couple of spoonfuls onto your plate and uh, mop the salmon up into the uh, the sauce, whatever that sauce is called. God damn it, this is a... And I'm not worried about this in terms of, oh my God, man, you know, you can't remember the jar you're just holding in your hand, what that's called. It's not senility. It's not dementia. It's just, you know, a memory that likes to uh, fail on you, uh, you know, constantly. But it's it's not something I'm going to fret and worry about. Uh, I, can even, I can picture it in my hand. I just can't see the label. I told my son, Daniel, I'm a, I'm a uh, visual learner. We're trying to remember something about Jeopardy. And I was able to recall how much money the guy had at the end, not from strictly from visual memory. Okay, I could picture back the, the scene where he's up there. This is the guy who's been winning, you know, eight, nine, ten weeks in a row. He's got well over half a million dollars already. Um, and I could see the number. Oh, okay, yeah, I could play that back. Uh, but right now I can't play back the jar of <laughs> that stuff. And we've wasted a little bit too much time on that, haven't we? Yes, we have. Um, so what we'll do instead was we'll move over and we'll grab ourselves a beer. So hang on. First one I got out of the fridge was a, a Wayne Gretzky 99. Now, normally I stay away from anything from Wayne Gretzky. He's got enough money. I don't buy his wine. It's, it's overpriced. But, ooh, mosquito. But the beer, I think, was a reasonable price. There we go. And uh, so we're just going to pour a little of that into my favorite red cup. And uh, now, 
you will hear me guzzle. Ooh, um, a thick head of foam, I guess, because it's, uh, it's been shaken up on the drive in here. Ooh, it's tasty, though. Although I'm looking, all I'm looking at is foam. Um, it's a, um, it, it's a nice, very attractive can. Wayne Gretzky, number 99, craft brewed premium lager, brewed with rye grain. 5%. Um, yeah, no complaints about this, I'll tell you. You want to hear what it says on the back? Of course you do. A great beer from the Great One. Caps for the Great One, of course. Canadian rye grains added for an extra layer of depth, zest, and freshness to the smooth malt and light hops flavor of a classic lager. Ingredients, water, malted barley, malted rye, hops, and yeast. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And that would be from Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, no complaints. I uh, don't regret buying that and contributing to his wealth. Oh, yeah. I'm just a little concerned. The last few trips, I've said I really haven't wanted much in the way of beer. Uh, I'm just got the feeling this trip might be different. I might really be needing beer. But mind you, like, it's easy enough. I just plug in, plug, unplug. I could make a run if I had to. If I ran out tomorrow and knew I was, hey, you can't camp without beer. But uh, we're not there. Now, listen, I'm. you're here. I'm here. We're here because of a special unveiling. I've been saving this. Uh, yesterday I had a particularly bad day. Um, not just health-wise, just, uh, I guess, domestic issues, and I don't know what else contributed to, but it, it was, um, it, it was bad. It's as, as bad, some days you just have a, a day when you're just terribly sad, and you're feeling very down on yourself. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, not. Um, and you just, you know, it, it just takes a while to get over it. And, uh, fortunately the the day got resolved, um, by late evening and, uh, everything is fine again and, uh, I'm okay. But what I am holding and what I'm going to, damn, I'm going to need a knife for this. I've got a package in my lap mailed to me. It arrived as promised, on Monday, and Monday was such a bad day, today being Tuesday, that um, I thought, I can't I can't open this now. This is just not the right time. I've got to be, it's got to be special. I'm walking back to the van, opening the door, coming in to get a knife. Oh, you know, I had one right in the road track, or in the uh, chair I was sitting at, but... I'm sure there's another one here. What have we got? Come on, come on, come on. Is that a knife? Yeah. I just put that in there. I'm getting better and better. I mean, with each trip, you know, you find things. I've been watching, as I mentioned, all these uh, Slim Potato podcasts and all the little bits of fine-tuning he does for each trip and the things he has. And, uh, like, for instance, I got two spices with me here. And they're things, if I put in the cupboard, they're just going to fall and I'm going to have to dig into the back and find them and so on. And he put up a little spice rack, a little thing that he, uh, he clipped. Now, he screws into the fiberglass. I, I'm not I'm not keen on doing that. I think I could work with Velcro or, uh, you know, adhesive tape or something. But I've got, to, I've got to, you know, fix up the kitchen a little bit so it's a little more practical. Um and uh, that's the fun of camping, is you just try and make a little improvement each time. Uh, I'm still using the mat. Last trip, remember, I put out the mat, and uh, I've done that again. All right, so I've got my knife. I'm going to open up this package. This is this is a special unveiling that we're going to get. And uh, you, some of you may guess what it is already, but uh, hang on. Just open the knife here. Yacha! Ucha! Ah! You fumble a lot more when you get older, too. In case you needed to know that. Alright, there we go. You be very careful not to cut anything. Alright. Come on, come on. Alright, we're open. 
end. I'm gonna take a picture of this. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, that's a happy oh boy. Looks good. Looks very good. Looks great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very happy. Uh, I am holding in my hand right now something called Waiting for Now 2. More of my life and letters, Ken Bull. And uh, once again, like the first one, this has a letter to Bruce. This letter, an envelope, uh, the letter is it's fabulous. It's fabulous. I chose the best possible one. Uh, there's page four. Starts off with, Morning, Captain. Out in the back deck, a drizzly day on the ocean. You know, this is written while I was on that Russian freighter heading to Vladivostok. Uh, P.S. No beer labels. Sorry. Anyway, the and the envelope is addressed to uh, Bruce, a.k.a. Barnacle Bill, P.O. Box 4817. And the stamps are Russian. And it looks just fine. It's all in color. Beautiful. Uh, the back, I think I didn't change the wording. The back is the same as what was on the first one. Uh, waiting for now, two more of my life and letters. Ken started writing this book more than 50 years ago while backpacking through Europe and continued on over the years from Mexico, West Africa, Japan, and coast to coast in Canada. Detailed accounts of his adventures and written to friends and family have been brought back to life on these pages in expressions ranging from pure joy to loneliness, uncertainty, and hope. Along the way, the reader finds Ken in a variety of jobs and relationships, sometimes broke, but always enough for a good meal, the next drink, another dream. Uninhibited, painfully honest, intimate, and authentic. These letters will take you to places you've never been, and may even lead to your own personal voyage of discovery. And uh, on the back is a picture that uh, our good friend um, Jake in Tennessee, Tennessee Jake, recommended I use... It's um, a selfie, but back before there were selfies, uh, of me with my holding my Leica 3B. That's a 1938 Leica in the window of a ferry on the way either between Digby and St. John, New Brunswick. And uh, I've got tinted glasses. My hair and beard are wild. Uh, and <laughs> this color, it is a, it is a very good picture. And I, I thank you, uh, my good dear friend, uh, who's always been a supporter. And I appreciate that very much, um, to encourage me to use that picture. So that is what's on the back of the second one. So now there are two, I have two books out and, uh, it's centered nicely. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, yeah, it, uh could have been off by a fraction of an inch but nothing to uh it's exactly the same as the first one so that's just fine centered along the spine of course which the very first issue wasn't so uh yeah there it is uh you heard it here first on the uh, dixon james podcast this i'm going to do a check on this and then i'll order a batch and i'm very hoping i've got a lot of friends in ottawa i don't think any have read this i'm hoping to put a little a little pressure on my friends living in Ottawa to say, come on, come on, I'll make a special deal. And uh, I'm, I'm envisioning a pub night out in Ottawa and uh, a gathering and, and having a, a book launch and uh, hoping that uh, some of you will be decent enough to show up and buy copies. All right. Ooh, and that's very strange. No, I'm not even going to point it out. Just a, just a little thing I just noticed, which is kind of neat. It's kind of neat. It's just there. It's just there. Uh, nobody else would even notice. Um, God damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased. So uh, that's it. You were here for the grand unveiling. That's all we had to do. Now I'm going to get back to flipping through my new book. This is the first ever copy I'm holding in my hand. Uh, and, you know, that should be a good, that should be a prize somewhere. Get the first copy. What kind of a contest could I do? I'm trying to come out, at least cover all my costs and, and more if possible. Um, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, I'm going to finish my Wayne Gretzky beer and I'm going to read through, just browse and check up the pictures and see how it's done.
check the layout, look for glaring mistakes in uh, Waiting for Now 2. Scarborough Dude signing off from Earl Row Provincial Park on this uh, nice day that it goes from sunny to overcast, back to sunny, but uh, not threatening in any way. Bye for now. A-ding, a-ding, a-ding. Chick, chick. Supper time just after seven. Uh, I'm sitting under the rollout, you know, that thing we sit under. Um, and you see, the fu- the funny thing is, I wasn't even looking for what this thing is called. It's canopy. It's not a tarp. It's, uh, there's another word for it, you know. But it's as soon as you go to look for the word that immediately, oh, we got a filing, we got a problem, you know. Can't get past somebody's desk. They haven't done the paperwork yet, and you can't. You know, the name just isn't coming up. As soon as it's not important anymore, and you don't care, and you're not looking. Uh, you know exactly what it's called. Um, I was watching the uh, episode with um, Slim Potato Head, and at one point, he had just bought his new trailer and started to rain, inclement weather, and he rolled out this thing and sat there, and it was his first time, because his old A-frame trailer, the A-liner, didn't have... One of these things that you roll out and sit under when it's raining. So he was delighted. He was very happy. I have been totally engrossed in Slim Potato Head and all his videos of uh, travel, Canada, the States. Uh, last one, I mean, I'm watching them random order. So he's going between two trailers, and I really I like the new trailer a lot more. But the old one's interesting, and the guy has just done, honestly, he's done a brilliant job. He's not, I mean, I don't think the guy's that famous. It's 100,000 more, maybe 200,000 uh, viewers to a thing. And he was, when he got 100,000, first time he got 100,000, that was a big deal. He said, I never even imagined, you know, 1,000. But uh, anyway, he does a fine job, and he just gets better and better, his camera work and so on. Now... I was going to say that I think he inspired me a little bit tonight. Like, he, you know, he gets to camp and he, you know, he makes a meal and he always jokes about it. It's not healthy. He is a, he is a vegetarian. But um, we'll just throw something together casually and it's fun. And sometimes it's not. So, but I, that inspired me. I bought the salmon in the grocery store and then uh, I microwaved two pieces. It was okay for like a late lunch. And then just now I went in, pulled a full slim potato head. All right, come on, light up a damn stove, you know, start doing this stuff. And uh, so fried up with uh, some spice that I bought, a, a multi, it's actually a steak spice, but it's okay on the fish. And pepper, bought a little pepper grinder. And uh, then just realized at the very end, they've already cooked in butter, you know, margarine. Oh, got some soy. So just add some soy sauce. And then, yeah, but of course, my wife always cooks salmon in uh, maple syrup. So I had this artificial syrup, poured some of that on. And it's been delicious. I'm halfway through my second plate because I didn't really want to save anything. But now I'm looking. I don't know that I really want to eat when it's in front of me. One chunk of salmon, one chunk of mashed potato, and one pile of uh, French green beans. It's been a delicious supper. It's been great. Damn, I guess I'll just have to put a lid on this and uh, save it for later. Might be hungry later on. I can just stick the whole thing in the microwave. Yeah, I think I'm done. Uh, Boys and girls, uh, I did eat the last of one of those cookies I bought so long ago uh, that I've often mentioned on this podcast, you know. Anyway, I just finished the remainder of what I had, actually quite some time ago, and it appears to have kicked in. I repeat, it appears to have kicked in. Yeah. Shoutouts to friends. Dave Broadbeck, interesting character. I mean, we're lucky to have him in this circle, too. I mean, it's an interesting little collection of people. You got your Anthony Marco, and uh, you got your... uh, your Adam Greatrix, way out there on the left side. And, 
of course. And a mix. And then, I, you know, I like this other blend, the PodCamp Toronto mix. Uh, John and Jen, who again, I think, for that uh, interesting little party. And people. Just a mix. A mix of people. A mix of, you know, ooh, it's like I feel like I've I've infiltrated infiltrated this other tribe, but I think we've all we're all infiltrators. We've self you sort of self formed these new groupings, and this is done, you know, and it, it gets tightened up when there's a gathering, the pod camp or uh, the PAB conferences and the gatherings in uh, Kingston, Marshall McLuhan podcaster roundtables, not in Kingston, in Hamilton, sorry. Yeah. Loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. Loose links. Ship links. Hmm. All right. We'll call it an end for uh, for now, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. I didn't want to uh, still talk to you while I was eating, but I think I just want to put this away. i got to find something. The, big, the remaining problem, I might have some saran wrap, uh, is a lid to put over things. You know, you want to cover it. And uh, I can't think, you know, usually I've just been putting another plate on top of it. Not where you dirty two plates, but what the hell. I guess, all right, you scrape it into the center. Let's scrape it into the center. One, two, I could flatten the potatoes a little, yeah. Okay, we've done that. Yeah, 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 now you can just, I can just fit a bowl over that. Problem solved the easy way. All right, I'm going to have to uh, put you down while I go and do this. I mean, I could carry you with me, I, I suppose. Hey, if Slim can set up three cameras, I can at least open a door and uh, pop in. So just just hang on. Be patient. Well, you missed that trip. That's the door closing. <laughs> I thought I had... Uh, I thought I was recording when I opened the door and I took you in the kitchen and uh, solved problems, did things, but... Uh, in the great scheme of things, boys and girls, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. Uh, so I, I am delighted. I'm very, very pleased with the look of the new book, Volume 2. It's got just the perfect letter in the front. Uh, and, you know, I'm just looking at it. Yep, bam. It's good. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, readers will enjoy it, too. All right. I'm going to... Uh, Gonna what? Just gonna sit here for a while. I can probably move my chair from under the whatchamacallit, this rollout thing. It's not a canopy, but it's a. And damn, and it's such an easy word. I mean, it's an everyday word. This thing. Has your car got a. Your trailer got this? I mean. What do you mean? What do you call it? You know, that thing you can roll out and sit under when it rains? What do you call those? And I guarantee anybody I asked that question would come up with the right answer. Except me. Right now. I did wonder. Somebody would suspect. I think that guy's stoned. Um, yeah. There'd be some suspicion going around. Alright, I'm drinking grapefruit juice uh, to go with it. And then there are all the people who are on the um, the other little sub-gathering, um, which I think has served its purpose very well. I believe Doug's probably responsible for that other connecting point. And I, I check in there every day, every day, every day. We're talking about, uh, you know, this little hub called Discord. And uh, everybody has their own channel, and you can post what you want, where you want, how you want. And most of the time, I don't understand what people have posted, and I just I'll, I'll read and think, okay, I don't I don't need to know what they're talking about, and I just move on. Much of the time, when it's personal, see, I'm I'm just interested in the real inside the people person, the the uh, uh, you know all the other stuff all the other little bits of knowledge and so on, and cultural references and so on, I am genuinely more interested in, well, who is the real person? Who is Penelope really, you know? 
And, of course, we're always changing and evolving. We change as a result of the people we interact with, of the friendships we build. Is this starting to sound like a lecture? It's just, uh, you know what? Yeah. Me sitting here, buzzed as planned, uh, in Earl Row Provincial Park, looking out at the table. And, and again, I've sort of... You know, again, the dog pissing on the lamppost say, this is mine. You sort of do that with your camp thing. You you roll out this thing you sit under, if it rains. But I'm looking over at the picnic table, and I've put a blue tarp on it. Uh, you know, plastic kind of tarp, just to cover the table, okay? You know, probably might eat breakfast on that tomorrow, who knows, you know? And I have a little blue folding table you can use as a side table. Just a little thing, it's cute. I picked it up in a, a crazy, you know, just a place saw that, oh... That could be handy. It's cheap and folds flat. Keep it in the back, and I've grown to like it. It's a little little. Like it's, it looks like a miniature uh, sawhorse, you know, or a miniature vault that you got to pull your way over. <sighs> All right. So I think I can uh, safely shut down now. I think uh, if there was a thread, I probably lost it long ago. Still trying to remember what this was, but remember, I, I took. By the time I come back the next time, I'll have the answer. The same way I had the I had salsa this time. Oh, but you didn't get that part, because that's the part I didn't record inside. Yes. I said, oh, yes. And that word we were looking for, previous clip, was a salsa. And, of course, I got the medium, and it's delicious. It's good. I'm glad I got that. It's a nice, refreshing snack for a camping trip, instead of just potato chips. <sighs> Okay, I think I want to uh, sign off now and uh, get back to you later on. I'm going to have to ride out this little uh, this little crest I'm on, this little wave, and uh, see where it leads me. Bye for now. Bing, bing, bing. Hello, 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 hello. Um, I think I'm going to have to speak quietly. Now, that might be very annoying. I think my whispering is probably even louder than if I was talking in a normal voice. So, um, okay, but, yeah, boy, this is uh, much harder than I thought it would be. I wasn't anticipating not being able to find the right volume. Right now, this one feels pretty good for me. It's a, it's like a, a speaking whisper. Right? It's a speaking whisper. <laughs> I was just thinking about my friend Tennessee Jake. Another weird one out there. And uh, it's kind of funny. It, it really is such an enriching thing to connect with... Uh, Unusual people. A lot more fun than connecting with normal people. <sighs> anyway, I thought I had all kinds of things I wanted to say. Now, I think there's like a whole wall of insects in the trees. Oh, and a train whistle. I love it.
nothing else to share at this moment. Good morning. It's about a quarter to ten on Wednesday morning. I'm still here at Earl Row Provincial Campground. I've grown to like this spot. It's a, the last camping uh, I said was the worst spot I had ever had. Like I was facing, you know, I was at the crossroads, uh, at the crossroads of you know camp roads. And facing other campers the whole time. Uh, this time, I just drove the van in, uh, you know, sort of sideways. So it blocks off the road. The van is there. And so I'm in the back. So nobody can see in. I've got the awning set up. That word you were looking for yesterday was awning. <laughs> the awning is set up. And so I'm sort of hiding out in the back. Anybody walking along the road to the washroom uh, can't really see me unless they really crane their neck around, which is good. Uh, but also better is that I'm facing this open field. It's lovely. So very tall trees all around. And uh, last night it was uh, kind of very spooky looking. There was light coming through uh, these trees, sort of in a weird shape, almost like the map of Africa. And um, I took a photo and posted it, and it was just, it was eerie. It was just eerie looking. Like, it was like, this is a portal. You go through there, and, uh, wow, you're going to end up on another planet. Anyway, uh, that was good. So, again, that was post-cookie. I did, it took me a long time to get a fire going. I had to use more kindling than I usually use. Uh, The logs, when they sell you the bags, they're, they're pretty big logs, and ideally... They'd be chopped again. But I'm very nervous about swinging an axe, given that I can't stand on my own two feet. Uh, and to get, bring an axe into the equation just sounds like it's looking for trouble. So I'm I'm sort of telling myself I'm not allowed to use my axe. But uh, it'd be easier getting the fire going if I could split up the wood I bought um, for, you know, half-size pieces. Uh, anyway, I used a lot of kindling, but uh, eventually did get a wonderful fire going and watched it right down to the very last coals and posted a picture of that too. So it was a, a, a reflective evening, but there was a point during the, you know, being a little high, I guess, when I was really feeling, wow, I'm watching the end approach quickly, like... It won't be long before I can't, I'm not capable of doing this anymore. I'm losing my capabilities. And you may think, oh, my God, that's, I'm just overthinking it or, uh, you know, looking for sympathy or something. And no, no, that's not, it's not. It's a reality check that um, it's tricky. I mean, I'm I'm just being so careful. I'm not going to fall this trip. But when your feet don't lift off the ground properly, they'll trip on anything, just a, you know, a little piece of wood, a stone, a, a rise in the ground. Uh, and so you've just got to be extra careful. But, so that sort of took me, that reminder took me to a place, well, you know, I was thinking about, I've, I'm determined to make a trip to Joshua Tree National Park in California. Um, I think it's in California. Yeah. Sort of on the border there of both states. And I was really, last night, really doubting that I could make a trip on my own across uh, the continent. Uh, and yet, what a wonderful trip that would be. 
diagonally across and then up the coast from uh, from California to Vancouver. And that, that should be my next trip. But I was really, last night I was really thinking, first of all, when I couldn't get the fire going, I just, just for a moment I was sad and I was thinking, gosh, it'd be so nice to have somebody else to light the fire. And yet, I do like this time on my own. I guess maybe that was the, 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 the other train of thought. Why am I camping alone? Well, so I can have mornings like this with my coffee and it's quiet and I've... I'm just comfortable and relaxed, and and the vehicle is perfect for a one-man vehicle. To have two people in here uh, with all the extra belongings, and it was always going to be a case one person has to be out while the other person is in. Um, and, of course, the natural person, you know, you'd think of would be my wife, but, I, I you know, I snore loudly, and that would, I mean, my son complained enough. And he's young and adaptable. I don't think my wife would ever get a night's sleep, you know, in this closed vehicle. And I'm so casual about, you know, camping style. It's sort of laid back. I don't care if your hands are a little dirty or whatever. And my wife is a very, she's more, she'd she'd suit better a nice hotel and, and so on. It's just not necessarily a thing that would give her pleasure as much as it would could give me pleasure. So we may try it, but we haven't yet. And and I and part of it I think is no. This is just you know a case of it in a marriage like a lot of marriages I know where sometimes people having separate holidays is the best route to go. And um, what I'm doing now just sitting here I I don't think she would find very amusing you know she'd have to have a book to get lost in as I am I'm I'm lost in uh, forward the foundation the last one uh by Isaac Asimov in the foundation series by god he's a good writer and and I'm just like I'm I'm hooked yeah I I care (laughs) anyway I've read all the others and uh, I'm glad and so now it's making me think yeah I should I should be reading a little more science fiction I think I'm ready for that. I've got a little library here in the road track, and I think I have an old book from the 1950s of science fiction stories from the 40s and 50s. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig that out when I finish this. Yeah, I've built things up, and the you know it's got library, it's got a music. Oh, I should go through my CDs later too. And uh, God, I, I just love this vehicle. And I guess that's what upset me about last night coming back to the start is. I was having thoughts of, you know, the time is coming sooner rather than later when I'm going to have to sell this. And I'm thinking, hey, I, I don't want to do that yet. It's funny, I guess you can sometimes just get yourself into dark places. And, and I don't feel that way at all this morning. I feel fine. Hey, I'm in control. But last night I was really facing the reality of um, a feeling of very soon I'm not going to be capable of doing this anymore for whatever reason, and uh, I've got to fight that. I've got to fight that. So, the day started, and the first thing you do is get up, take your meds with your apple juice, knowing everything is there in the fridge, looking at the dirty dishes from last night, thinking, no, I don't want to clean those yet. Um, I will do that next, before I prepare breakfast. My, My goal today is to make a pancake. I haven't, I've got pancake mix which I never use. I think I might have used once at home. I, I don't know why I don't. But I saw, again, it was Slim Potato Head making pancakes with slices of banana. And I thought, wow, that looks good. So this time, so my goal for uh, today, and it's important to have these little goals that you you set up to, to challenge yourself. Like last night, like by buying the fish, those four pieces of salmon. Well, the first two pieces of salmon... I microwaved it. It's okay. It's tasty. Yeah, all right. But last night's when I did it with the maple syrup, the soy sauce, and the butter and the spices was with the mashed potatoes and green beans. It was really a tasty meal. And there was so much when I went back for the second helping. Like that was by then I'm on the fourth piece of salmon. Um, I couldn't finish it. So I stuck it in the fridge. I knew enough to put it in the fridge overnight. And I finished that for breakfast. Heated it up just a little bit in the microwave and finished off the potatoes, the beans, and the uh, last piece of salmon. So I had salmon for 
lunch yesterday, the microwave one, supper, the nicely fried one, and uh, breakfast this morning. But uh, I'll make another breakfast. And then, of course, the first thing you do is make yourself a pot of coffee. And then I have my wonderful little Japanese thermos here that my wife bought me, dear Naoko, that keeps things hot all day. Uh, And I've just... God, I should have held the mic closer for... You can hear it being poured. Well, now you can hear it being sipped, okay? Ooh, piping hot. Piping hot. Um, So, yeah. That's that's the morning. Uh, I'm just sitting here and I'm reading more of uh, Forward the Foundation and really enjoying the whole... uh, of that whole series. And, um, yeah. Next thing, I'm going to clean the dishes and uh, make myself a pancake. And I'll report back on how that experiment went. So, uh, Scarborough Dude. Signing off from a uh, peaceful, it's overcast for sure, but it's a peaceful and very, very quiet morning here at uh, Earl Row. Bye for now. Chick, chick. Uh, that experiment, I am pleased to say, was a great success. My first ever uh, banana pancake while camping from Mix. I've I've been buying these frozen things and crap, and toss them into the microwave. Put some butter and honey or syrup or whatever on them, and uh, eh, it's okay. It's hot. It's warm. But to make your own, I had some leftover batter from long ago in Jemima. Just, you know, eyeballed it to figure out how much. And I, I tossed in an egg. I figured, no, it's not thick enough. Throw in an egg. Maybe that helped. And then when it was halfway cooked, threw in the sliced banana. You let it just sink in and then flip it over. It was it was perfect. It was really, really good. And uh, I'm delighted. And it's just, uh, I'm telling you this. I'm telling me this. Because it's an example of that just that little extra nudge to take the next step, do something a little more. Um, I mentioned last night, I got into this dark space of, you know, camping days are soon over, I won't be able to do this, and uh, can't imagine a long trip by myself, and so on and so on. And really, it was really bumming me out, like, hey, I'm, I'm dying here. The end is, I can see, I can foresee the end. And, um, you know, I, I, I know I, I seem to do that often. And uh, it's not afraid of death. It's just, but I'm not ready. I'm leaving too much of a mess for my wife. It's just not the time to go. It would be selfish to die and uh, put an end to all this. Um, Anyway, so the counterpoint is, well, you get an idea. You know, like I said last time, all right, well, take off your shoes before going in like other people do. Put a mat outside. I've done that. Um, Try the new sleeping arrangement. I've done that. Um, And just these little extra, you know, each time you get a little smoother, a little more efficient at camping. And that's the wonderful thing, because it's it's just, it's sort of real life. Hey, I got to eat. You know, what's that involve? Uh, And it's not just wandering over to the fridge. It's, you know, a little bit of thinking, a little bit of planning, a little bit of prep. Uh, and everything sort of being self-contained in this unit. It, it's its remarkable. It's wonderful. But I guess I'm just trying to share with you my point for turning this on again, sorry, was, um, yeah, I, I made that effort. It could have been easy. No, no, I can just have cold cereal and milk, you know, or skip that. And I didn't. The same for cooking the salmon. You know, hey, that's not mine. I've never brought salmon camping before to eat, you know, wow, I cooked up four pieces, and uh, it was good, it was good, and tested out the mashed potatoes, now this was, this was instant, ma- well, it was already made mashed potatoes, you just had to put in the microwave with the garlic and onion, and I know to anybody that sounds really suspicious, oh my god, are you too lazy, yeah, to peel, to wash, to peel, to chop, to boil, to mash, to add the milk, to add the butter, this stuff was really good. It was tasty. I think, I, I don't know, it might have been 4 or even $5, but it was a batch. I mean, it served my son and myself, uh, you know, at least four helpings, good helpings. 
So that's something I would consider for camping again. Oh, yeah. Put that in the fridge, and boy, instant mashed potatoes is a nice thing to have. Now, of course, you can have instant rice. I've got all that, too, but anyway, I'm, yeah, okay, so I'm wandering. It's not very interesting for you non-campers. On to the last of my coffee. I think I'm going to read another chapter, and then I think I'm going to take the leftovers and make myself one more pancake. Scarborough Dude signing off from Earl Arrow. Bye for now. Chick, chick, chick. This is your uh, 5 p.m. report on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Um, I had uh, I had that second pancake. Oh, good. And then um, I think I went and had a little nap for a while. I, this, I have a really beautiful classical tape uh, that was given to me um, um, from the family of my friend Tony. I think it was used at his funeral service. And uh, just played that, had that on repeat, and just lay down, and oh, God, it was comfortable. Put the overhead fan on, there was a nice little breeze coming through with the windows open. Delightful, delightful. And um, then I've been poking around, and finally decided it's beer time. So opened up another can of the uh, one I talked about on the last time I went camping, and that was the Whitewater Dawn Patrol Tangerine Blonde Ale. Uh, I liked it enough to buy it again, and uh, it's good. It's good. So, here's to uh, here's to campers. And of course, I brought out the uh, tostados and the salsa, and I'm indulging in that. And uh, the sun is peeping out. It's behind. I mean, this is a heavily treed area. It's a very nice part. The the, the sights. Are very large. I have a huge spot, and and it's it's actually a, quite a good one. I'm quite pleased with it. Uh, lots of trees, and so the sun is. Um, it's been an overcast day, not raining. I see cloud and I see blue sky. I see both, and the sun uh, is behind some trees, but uh, it's just uh, a nice time of day, and it feels good. So what I was thinking about, last night I had a lot of trouble building that fire, and I bought the wood at the campsite. I think it was $9 this time. Um, and I have no problem paying the, the parks for the wood. Uh, but I brought some other stuff of my own along, and I've got, I bought a bag of kindling. Where did I buy the kindling? Was that out of, oh, yeah, that was Home Depot kindling. <laughs> uh and another bag of wood I got from my local um, uh, grocery store, a No Frills. I think that was it, yeah. So anyway, I've, I've got plenty of wood. But the logs were so big, and last night it was so hard to get them going. And I've told myself, you can't, you can't swing an axe. It's just too dangerous. But I'm looking at this wood, and I think, well, go and get the axe anyway and just see what you can do. I've got a good, it's a hickory hickory wood uh, axe handle and a very heavy blade, which helps a lot. And I realized I can sit on the picnic bench uh, with my legs apart, so if there's any mishaps, uh, that axe isn't going to go into a knee. And uh, put the wood out at just enough swinging distance and swing down the axe while I'm I'm sitting. And you you wouldn't think you'd get enough momentum, but there's, there's... plenty of swing. Uh, so I got a good arc and bam, this huge half round log. I split it in half and uh, then I quartered it. Uh, so I'm just delighted. So yes, I can still use an ax, but just be careful. And if I can do it while sitting down on a picnic table, uh, there will be no harm done. That worked out quite beautifully for me. So I've got my, um, Wood ready for tonight. I haven't laid out the fire, but I, I'll do that later. <clears throat> and I've got a steak in the fridge. It's been marinating for a couple of days now, so it definitely it's got to be cooked. So it would be smart to... Oh, boy. I mean, the fires, you, you, you know, you don't get coals to the end of the night, and I probably won't eat before then. Uh, I do have a portable barbecue. It would just involve digging it out of a propane one, which is a very good one. Uh, I really need to do that. That seems a little bit 
unnecessary. And the other option, of course, is you just pan fry a steak with uh, some onion and garlic. Hey, you know, that's not a bad. I've been enjoying using the camp stove. I, I might do that. Pan fry a little butter, a little uh, garlic, a little onion. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, that would be easiest, the cleanest, and it will, in the end, taste good. I just know how to, you know, sear it really nicely. You get a nice hot propane flame. So, uh, yeah, that's what my life consists of. Just the simple little things of how do you spend the day? Well, eat, read, relax, have a beer, have some chips, do a couple of chores. It's all, it all feels good. It all feels right. So uh, this is why I still like to go camping. And uh, this is not going to be the last time. Scarborough Dude, signing out. Ooh, I'm going to need another beer. Cheers, boys and girls. Cheers. And uh, another shout-out to Slim Potato Head. By God, I like that guy. <laughs> Ooh, that wasn't a good one. Yeah, all right. Bye for now. Chick, chick. It is about uh, 9 p.m. on that same Wednesday, and uh, I've had <laughs> the perfect fire going until a big block of wood fell and destroyed the fire. Now I've got, I'm looking at a pile of smoke. Oh, I had in the bag of wood I bought, there was one square block that there was no possible way of chopping this. It was just a solid block of wood. And um, so I thought, all right, I'll wait till the fire's going really well, and it's going to just sit right up on top. And it did, and it was caught, and it was doing nicely, and then it just rolled on its own momentum against the side of the fire and moved all the other logs, and everything is just its destroyed now. It's just this big heaping block sitting on coals and just smoking, so I'm going to have to... Uh, do a little work here, add a little more wood. <laughs> it's annoying. You don't. You, you can get a great fire with the smaller pieces. When you start putting on these big mothers, uh, anything can happen. Anyway, it's it's just in a quiet. I've decided tonight not to take a bite of the cookie. I found I still have some of the powerful ones. And last night when I did, I mean, I really did get into some unpleasant places and just in terms of you know, my mortality and, and degeneration of the body and so on. And it wasn't fun. I think it was a reality check. I think it was something maybe I had to experience. Um, but it was not fun and, and I, I don't want to be taken away again tonight if that happens. Sometimes it does with pot. Any of you who are pot smokers know uh, it can go either way sometimes. And um, you, you know, I mean, I've, I normally I'm joyful occasions and I'm just happy about everything. And then sometimes, ooh, no. So instead, I'm celebrating. I'm drinking a bottle of wine that I saved from uh, Brent and Brady, Brandy's wedding almost a year ago now. Uh, a nice little half bottle of Italian red to go with this humongous steak I cooked. It was a steak that would have been fine in a um, a beef stew. Where it could be tenderized for hours as a steak. It wasn't meant to be eaten as a steak, but uh, it was a big piece of red meat. I spiced it up, took it home, fried it up with onions and garlic, and uh, um, you know, threw away a few chunks that were just gristle. But um, yeah, it was a good uh, a side of rice. It was a, it was a good meal. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, it was a meal. It was a meal, and I cooked it well and everything. It was just the quality of the meat was what was not great. Better to have a small steak. But the price is, honestly, they're just so expensive in the supermarket now, meat. And, and that's another thing that just kind of gets scary when you see prices creep up and you're not, you know your income is not. Your income's flat. Price is going up. Hey, you know, it just gets more expensive to live. That's not good. So, uh, anyway... I'm just going to sit here quietly. I'm going to nurse this fire back to life with some flames and uh, get back to enjoying my wine. That part is very nice. Scarborough Dude signing out from uh, Campfire Time. Bye for now.
Yeah. Oh my god. Let's see what time it is. It's, um... Come on, come on. Oh, one thirty. That's... Oh. I should be sleeping. One thirty a.m. You never... You don't stay up late when you're camping. You go to bed early. Now, I did something really stupid. Well... Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um... I ate another, um, quarter cookie around 10 o'clock. Now, I should have had it at 6 o'clock. That was my plan. And I thought, no, I don't need, uh, I don't need to get high. I don't need a cookie. So, um, I didn't. And then I'm sitting around the fire, and I'm sitting there, and finished off a little, a nice half bottle of wine, the bottle of wine that, uh, I got it was a gift for Brent and Randy's wedding, and I thought, oh, this was a good time to celebrate. And this dirty big steak, which maybe I mentioned was would have been better in a stew. Anyway, forget that. Moving on. I can't sleep. Uh, and it's because, you know, the uh, cookies kicked in. Uh, so it's my own fault. You know, it's foolish. Um, if I had done it earlier, I'd be asleep by now, or if I hadn't done it at all, probably be asleep by now. It doesn't really matter, except it's, uh, it's annoying me. It's annoying me. Like, hey, okay, it's time to sleep there. So I'm going to, uh, try again. I'm just going to shut up and try and go to sleep. All right. God, I thought I had something to share. Guess not. Uh, yeah, I never record while driving, but uh, I am now recording while driving. Um, just a stretch of uh, McCowan Road. I'm on the way home. I don't think I said goodbye from uh, Earl Row. I left my campsite, went into the main one, and uh, saw where the beach was. It's a beautiful little lake, Earl Row Lake. And uh, it was quite nice. So I think if I went back to Earl Row, I'd want to camp in the main campsite closer to the, the beach and lake. Uh, mine was on the other side of the, the, the road, and you couldn't access it at all. Uh, and it was a nice, quiet place to be. I was lucky to get a site. It's a very popular campground. But uh, next time, uh, the main campground, closer to the beach. And, um, yeah, and now I've just I decided to take the no highways route. That means no 401, no 404. And, by gosh, it's been such a nice drive. You know, going a little slower, relaxed, uh, seeing a lot of new towns, Bolton and King City, places I know I've heard of but never been to or stopped at. So I'm already thinking about a nice Sunday drive for Naoko and I to, uh, to head back just the way I came. Not all the way up to Earl Row, but uh, maybe as far as Bolton. All right, that's it. Going to be home by 3.30 and uh, and start the process of unpacking and seeing what needs to go back into the fridge, what can stay here. A lot of stuff will just stay in the vehicle because I'm. it's Thursday today. I'm heading off Tuesday to meet my brother at a, a private park in uh, Kingston. So stay tuned. Lots more coming. Bye for now.